and nephews, and welcome to Auntie JoJo's Library. My library is open to all listeners, but it was specifically created for my seven wonderful nieces and nephews. Auntie JoJo is very excited. Come September, there'll be a new addition to the library. Not actually in the library, but my cousin is expecting her first child, a baby girl in September. So hopefully, she'll enjoy listening to the stories as much as you do. This episode, I'm going to be reading Rapunzel, as it was told in the Brothers Grimm fairy tale storybooks, published in 1822. Let's get started. There were once a man and a woman who had long in vain wished for a child. At length, the woman hoped that God was about to grant her desire. These people had a little window at the back of their house from which a splendid garden could be seen. It was full of the most beautiful flowers and herbs. It was, however, surrounded by a high wall, and no one dared to go into it because it belonged to an enchantress who had great power and was dreaded by all the world. One day, the woman was standing by the window looking down into the garden. She saw a bed which was planted with the most beautiful Rapunzel. It looked so fresh and green that she longed for it and had the greatest desire to eat some. This desire increased every day and she knew that she could not get any of it. So she started to look quite miserable and pale. Then her husband was alarmed and asked, What aileth thee, dear wife? Ah, she replied, if I can't get some of the Rapunzel which is in the garden behind a house to eat, I shall die. The man who loved her thought, Sooner than I let my wife die, bring her some Rapunzel thyself. Let it cost thee what it will. In the twilight of the evening, he clambered down over the wall into the garden of the Enchantress, hastily clutching a handful of Rapunzel, and he took it to his wife. She ate it at once, and it was quite wonderful. She liked it so much, so very much, that the next day she longed for it three times as much as before. If her husband were to have any rest, he would have to fetch her some more. In the gloom of the evening, he let himself down again, but when he clambered down the wall, he was terribly afraid, for the enchantress was standing before him. How canst thou dare, she said with an angry look, to descend into my garden and steal my Rapunzel like a thief, thou shalt suffer. Ah, he answered, let thy mercy take place of justice. I only made up my mind to do it out of necessity. My wife saw your Rapunzel from the window, and she felt such longing for it that she said she'd die if she'd not eat it. Then the enchantress allowed her anger to be softened, and she said to him, If the case be thou sayest, I will let thee take away as much as they like. Only I make one condition. Thou give me the first child which the wife brings into the world. I shall treat it well and take care of it as if I were the mother. The man in terror consented to everything, and when his wife gave birth to their first child, the enchantress appeared and took the child away with her, naming the child Rapunzel. Rapunzel grew into the most beautiful child beneath the sun. 
When she was twelve years old, the enchantress shut her into a tower, which lay in the forest. It had neither stairs nor a door, but quite at the top was a little tiny window. When the enchantress wanted to go in, she placed herself beneath it and cried, Rapunzel, Rapunzel, let thy hair down to me. Rapunzel had magnificently long hair. It looked as if it was spun from gold. When she heard the voice of the enchantress, she unfastened her braids and wound them around a hook from the window above. Then she let her hair fall 20 cells down and the enchantress would climb up it. A year or two had passed and the king's son was riding through the forest. He came past the tower and he heard a song, a song which was so charming he had to stand still and listen. It was Rapunzel who in her solitude passed the time by singing her sweet, sweet songs. The king's son wanted to climb up to her. He looked for the door to the tower, but none was to be found. He rode home, but the singing had so deeply touched his heart that every day he went out into the forest and listened to it. Once he was standing behind a tree, he saw the enchantress come there. He heard her cry out, Rapunzel, Rapunzel, let down thy hair to me. Then Rapunzel let down her braid, and the enchantress climbed up to her. If that is the ladder by which one mounts, I will for once try my fortune, he said. And the next day, when it began to grow dark, he, he, he went to the tower and cried, Rapunzel, Rapunzel, let down thy hair. Immediately, her hair fell down and the king's son climbed. At first, Rapunzel was terrified. She was absolutely frightened when a man such as her eyes had never yet beheld came to her. But the king's son began to talk to her quite like a friend, and he told her that his heart had been so stirred by her singing that he was not able to rest until he saw her. Then Rapunzel lost her fear, and when he asked if she would take him as her husband, she saw that he was young and handsome and thought, he will love me more than she does. And she said yes. She laid her hand on his, and she said, I will willingly go away with thee, but I do not know how to get down. Bring with thee some silk every time thou comest, and I'll weave a ladder with it. And when that is ready, I will descend, and thou wilt take me by thy horse. They agreed that until that time he should come to her every evening, for the old woman only came by the day. The enchantress remarked nothing of this until Rapunzel said to her, Tell me how it happens that you are so much heavier for me to draw up than the young king's son. He is with me within a moment. Ah, thou wicked child, cried the enchantress. What do I hear thee say? I thought I had separated thee from the world, and yet thou hast deceived me. In her anger, she clutched Rapunzel's beautiful braid, wrapped it around her left hand, seized a pair of scissors with her right, and snip, snip, cut off her hair. She took Rapunzel into a desert, where she had to live in great grief and misery. On that same day, however, 
that she cast out Rapunzel, the enchantress in the evening, fastened the braids of hair which she had cut off to a hook on the window, and when the king's son came and cried, Rapunzel, Rapunzel, let down thy hair, she let the hair down. The king's son ascended, and he did not find Rapunzel above, but the enchantress who gazed at him with wicked, venomous looks. Aha! she cried mockingly thou wouldst fetch thy dearest but the beautiful bird sits no longer singing in the nest the cat has got it and will scratch thy eyes out as well rapunzel is lost to thee thou wilt never see her the king's son was so terrified and beside himself in pain that in despair he leaped from the tower he escaped with his life but he damaged his eyesight he wandered blindly in the forest, only eating roots and berries, and he did nothing but weep over the loss of Rapunzel. He roamed about in misery for so many years, and finally, at length, he came to the desert where Rapunzel was. He heard a voice, and it seemed so familiar to him that he continued to go to it. When he approached, Rapunzel knew him and fell on his neck and wept. Two of her tears magically found their way into his perfectly blind eyes i mean these tears dropped exactly at the right moment inside of his blind eyes and these magical tears y'all these magical tears they cleared they cleared the young king's eyesight he's just roamed around for two years finds rapunzel in the woods she cries and those tears they revive his eyes, okay? We, if we could bottle Rapunzel tears, I mean, we could world hunger. Like, we could end world hunger with those tears, apparently. But, you know, uh, uh, okay. So, she cried. Two of her tears wetted his eyes, and they grew clear again, and he could finally see her. He led her to his kingdom, where he was joyfully received, and they lived for a long time afterwards, happy and content. Because, all, guys, all because of those tears. Let's not forget the tears. It's not, a, it's not really called Rapunzel. It's called The Two Wet Tears. Okay, the end. Thank you so much for joining me in my library for the reading of Rapunzel. Don't forget, the month of May, I'll be releasing stories every Wednesday. So tune in to hear a short story or maybe a long story. We'll be getting back to chapter book stories later this summer. If you have story suggestions, email me at antijojoslibrary at gmail.com or press the message link button wherever you're listening to this podcast and leave me a quick voicemail. You don't have to tell me your name or your age. Just let me know where you're listening from and if you have a favorite story so far. As always, I'm looking forward to sharing more stories with you.